ARC 160, Week 12, Concrete Basics, Aggregates, Rebar, and Foundations. First question is, concrete is made of what three main ingredients? So the main three ingredients are water, concrete, and aggregates, but you could also consider admixtures. Second question, what does it do to a mix if you raise the amount of water proportionally? The mix increases in workability, so that means that the curing time increases, the strength decreases. So curing time increasing is actually a bad thing. The extra water eventually evaporates from the concrete, leaving these microscopic voids that reduce the strength and surface qualities of the concrete. So yeah, when you're adding more water and cement to the ratio, it's not good. But to explain what a water-cement ratio is, it's an expression of the relative proportions by weight of water and cement in a concrete mixture. Water-cement ratio range from about 0.45 to 0.60 by weight, meaning that the weight of the water in the mix does not exceed 45 to 60 and of the weight of the concrete. So to recap on that question, that was a lot. When you're raising the amount of water proportionally to a concrete mix, it increases in workability but also decrease, decreases the amount of strength, which also means that it takes a lot more longer to cure. Now the third question is, to confirm the workability and proper mixing of every batch of concrete on site, we can do what? Now that one thing, the one thing that we can do is a slump test. This is where, when you're doing a slum test, this determines the workability of the concrete. And typically, within a 15-minute interval time frame, you gotta see if it can sag down by a little bit, like 2 to 3 inches, which means it's good. Alright, fourth question. Moist-cured concrete will reach 100% compressive strength after how many days? It takes 28 days for concrete to cure and reach its maximum strength. Okay, fifth question. Why use steel as reinforcement in concrete? So the thing is, is that concrete is good with compression, so meaning it works well when being pushed together, but less with tension, which means like when it's being pulled apart. So the the reinforcement materials of steel are needed to withstand the shear and tensile forces of the con on the concrete. So steel is used because the bonds or the ribbing of the steel rods work well with concrete and it expands and contracts due to temperature at similar rates. Alright, I think this is our sixth question. What is the nominal diameter of a number four rebar? All right. Typically, you can know by dividing it by eight. So whether it's number three or four or five rebar, you divide that by eight. So with number four rebar, it is four eighths of an inch, which is also half an inch. Alright, seventh question. Why replace cement with supplementary cement? Oh my gosh, what am I saying? Why replace cement with supplementary cementious materials? Well, 
Let's begin with what is a supplementary cementitious material. It, they are hydraulic cementitious material or pozzolan mixed with Portland cement to modify the cement product's properties or lower the energy required to manufacture the cement. These materials can be added to concrete mixtures as a substitute for some portion of the Portland cement to achieve a range of benefits. So cement accounts for 85% of the concrete manufacturing process and has a great amount of embodied energy and has a big life cycle impact. So this, these supplementary cementitious materials are a way to reduce these concrete embodied energy. So yeah, that's why we would replace cement with that. All right, eighth question. What's concrete's compressive strength roughly, and what's its tensile strength? Well, let's begin with like the percentage of concrete's tensile strength. It's 10% of its compressive strength. But to really go into the details of the numbers, um, its compressive strength is like... Let me actually... Um, at the time, I think it's between 4,000 to 8,000 psi, and then its tensile strength can vary from the hundreds to the thousands, but I, I'll probably double check on that. Alright, ninth question, where does the reinforcing in a simply supported beam go? Yeah, so the reinforcing would go towards the bottom because with this reinforcing, it can prevent it from bowing or breaking at the bottom all right 10th question what are its couple ways we protect rebar from rust well there there's a couple ways like corrosion resistant rebar coating or epoxy coating glass fiber reinforced polymer rebar or also just covering it all right, 11 question. What what happens to concrete when rebar rusts? So when the concrete, oh wait. So when rebar rusts within the concrete, the rust would sort of expand the concrete, causing the concrete to crack even more. So then it just further exposes the rebar to rust which leads to even more cracking. And this is a process called balling. All right, 12th question. List two shallow foundation types and two deep foundation types. All right, we can first go over some shallow foundation types. There's slab on grade, crawl space, and then there's basement. Two deep foundation types are the caissons and piles. And then the last question of week 12 are what materials are used for pilings? And these are steel, concrete, and wood. And then I believe a fourth one that we can probably include, but probably not as common, are plastic. Great. And that's it for week 12. This is my first pass in verbally answering these questions.